This week on Chronicle Headlines, I talked to two staff reporters about an article they wrote on Mexican Independence Day. Uh, Mexican Independence Day, uh, the celebration that takes place in the city, has been one of my favorite parts of Chicago since I moved here. Uh, And it was really nice to learn a lot more about the history behind the holiday and what it means to people. Welcome to Chronicle Headlines. I'm your host, John McGowan. Today we are talking about Mexican Independence Day. I have one guest in the studio with me. Uh, Can you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, for sure. My name is Irvin Ibarra. I am currently a staff reporter and photojournalist for the Columbia Chronicle. All right. Uh, How are you doing? Same old, same old. (laughs) I mean, start of the semester, getting into a routine, getting into balancing stories, personal life, and, you know, school. But everything's been going good so far. Right. Same here. I'm I'm definitely working on balancing stuff, too. But, you know, busy work is busy work, right? Uh, And did you do anything fun this weekend? Perhaps holiday-related? I mean, at the moment... uh, it's more so I'm prepping for a conference trip to Los Angeles. So I actually have a flight in like a couple hours, believe oh, it or wow. not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, I don't keep you too long then. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> uh, what about this past weekend? Did you? It's pretty much just been like prepping and like doing like shopping and stuff like that. Pretty last minute with my mom. Okay. Uh, I'm a shopaholic, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um. And yeah, I guess we'll just get right into it. Uh, you wrote a story with uh, another reporter on staff, Elizabeth. Uh, I guess, can you just give a brief explanation of what that was, how you guys work together and all that? Yeah, of course. So a little bit of where I assisted uh, was more so give general background information on pretty much history and correcting a couple things about like what exactly is the origin of Mexican Independence Day, of course. Um the, the 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 main thing that gets told about is September fifteenth. Um, uh, Miguel Hidalgo uh, was a Catholic priest who first did the first initial cry for independence in uh, Guanajuato, um, and that initial shout was is what we see transpired today, um, known as El Grito de Dolores or the shout or the cry of Dolores, where. Right. It was that first scream of independence, and that's what we see every year now in September 15th. So alongside giving that history and also marking the start of Hispanic Heritage Month, or more so people are calling it now Latino Heritage Month or Latinx Heritage Month, uh, it's also celebrating not just Mexican independence, but also uh, September 16th. Uh, it's Honduras, it's Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. A couple other countries as well. September 18th, it's Cuban Independence Day. So it's really just to highlight between September 15th up until October 15th, those couple weeks of just pride in Latin America. Awesome. Very cool. Um, and so it, the the month goes from the 15th to the, to the 15th? Yeah. 15th, okay. 16th of September up until the 15th of October. Kicks off with Mexican Independence Day and just doesn't stop. Pretty much, yeah. Awesome. Very cool. Um Okay, sick. Yeah. Uh, I guess what's your personal experience with the with the holiday and the weekend and the month, you know, been? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, for me, it, uh, it, it's, it's special because for my, both my parents are immigrants from uh, Mexico. They immigrated in to the United States in, I think, 90s, early 2000s. 
Um, and when they immigrated, they had to teach me about like my, my culture, my, my, my heritage about Mexican history. And so it's hearing not just these stories of, of uh, Mexican independence, but also uh, the history of, of what, what led up to that independence and also just kind of for me it's 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 special in a sense I get to see people from the city who also maybe have never been to Mexico mm-hmm. take pride in their their country not just Mexico I mean any Latin American country if you're a, a, a descendant of, of, of immigrant parents uh, take pride for a month of, of your history and, and where your parents or your descendants come from. Um, and just seeing everyone just come out all wild with their flags, it's 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 a sight to see. Totally, yeah. I mean, especially in Chicago, does it feel good to see maybe not even Latinx people, just people all around, like, celebrating the culture for a weekend? Oh, yeah. It, uh, I, I feel like everyone, for the most part, who is participatory i mean it, we, we welcome it awesome um because in in mexican culture um we love it when people who aren't part of the culture embrace our culture they learn from our culture they learn our our languages uh, not just spanish we have indigenous languages in mexico as well right uh we, we love for people to be curious and Latin, uh, Latin American um, Heritage Month, Latinx Heritage Month gives mm-hmm. that opportunity to pretty much uh, encourage people to embrace, learn, and and foster what they've learned about awesome. not just Mexican culture but Cuban, Puerto Rican, uh, and even more more cultures. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you mind me asking? Have you have you lived in Chicago for most of your life, or have you lived anywhere else in America? Like, did you move here for school, or were you always here? Oh, no. I've born and raised in the city of Chicago. Uh, okay. lived in Pilsen uh, my whole life. So Pilsen is a historic working class um, Latin American community. And okay. it's just the culture has always surrounded me. I'm I'm not too familiar. That's like a neighborhood outside. It's like the city. A, yeah. It's only 15 minutes away from the downtown area. It's very very convenient. Okay, cool. Is the I mean is the celebration big there too? I assume. Uh, just for like location wise, I mean it's Pilsen is a Mexican like neighborhood. Uh huh. But like I feel like if you're just getting into like uh coming to the city and like you don't know that this is what happens like every September 15th, Pilsen's like a good starting point. Because okay, cool. um, people, when when they do their car meetups with, with their flags, as, as we've seen in the photos that are in the story, uh, and I wrote a story about this as well uh, last year when this happened, um, traffic piles up, um, everyone comes out, they fill up Upper Wacker Drive, Michigan Avenue, they fill up 26th Street in Little Village, they fill up 18th Street in Pilsen, Cermak wow. going all through there. They fill it up. Pulaski, if you go to Archer Heights, uh, they fill that up as well. I mean, everywhere you go, I mean, the, it's like the one day where it feels like New York because there's no tra- there's traffic everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, just from what I've seen in in the loop, at least it's it's. I mean, it's so cool. <laughs> it's awesome, but 
because it, it, it makes you wonder like where did all these people come from right like, yeah. is everyone here mexican is yeah. this really like and it highlights how cool it is that i mean chicago is an incredibly incredibly diverse place but we also need to recognize that it's a, a city designed very segregated mm-hmm. uh, all communities are kind of their own little pockets and their own little yes you know they're there isn't much intermixing um but for this one day we see a huge range of diversity come out and and that's what i feel is very very empowering especially for a city like chicago totally yeah yeah the reason i was i was asking those questions is because like i mean my first experience with the holiday was you know coming up here for school and like it's like you know it's taken to a hundred you know like there's (laughs) the caravans and the streets and the fireworks and it's awesome i was gonna ask like like i guess you you haven't had the experience of not being in chicago but like what what about just like the sort of smaller like more low-key things that people are doing in their homes you know like Mm. what what kind of traditions would you see um both in a home in chicago in a home in any other small town in the u.s as a mexican population no yes uh i could speak to that because uh my family we don't (laughs) sometimes we do partake uh (laughs) but um, we're not driving our cars uh, uh-huh. downtown. We're on the sidewalk. Like, I mean, you got to be dedicated yeah. for that. You got to be really <laughs> dedicated for that. And, and like props to, to everyone yeah. who like puts in that dedication and, and that and that work. Uh, what we do is like we have a, a meetup with with my family. Um, I have a an aunt who lives in, in West Lawn and we uh, we go there. Um, it She lives by Marquette Park um, and it, it's like it's like a uh, it's like a mini Christmas. We're not like in the sense of like we're giving gifts. Or it's better to describe it as like a like a mini Thanksgiving uh, because it's just there's just so much food. Uh, there's there's music. We're all in these very very traditional like clothing or very comfortable clothing that you would see in like Mexico City or, or Guanajuato. Or in my case, my family uh, descends from Michoacan. So we wear kind of clothing like that um, to, like, celebrate. We, we, we decorate it with papel picado, which is that, like, colorful, like, cut paper right. that you see decorated, like, in restaurants and stuff like that. Iconic, yeah. Uh, and we have the Mexican flag flying, you know, and, and think carne asada, pozole, tamales. Just, it, it's, it's, it's like, mm you don't leave unfed <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so that's kind of like a mini if if you're not partaking in in like the big car meetups that happen and the taking over of like the downtown area by backing up traffic i mean that's what normally uh well, i wouldn't say normally but that's what uh, other families would do alternatively is just have like a big massive party with their family members mm-hmm. shooting fireworks in their backyards or you know just spending good time eating some wonderful food cool yeah well, um, Matt, I guess to I guess to cap it out, uh, you know, you said this month is about learning and about experiencing the culture. Um, do you have any recommendations, local spots, like you know, where what's if I wanted to try tamales for the first time? I don't I don't think I've had tamales. Where would I go? You know, <laughs> that's just an example. I don't know if you know any good tamales. But. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want a good tamal, I can give you my mom's contact info. She used to do tamales okay. as work, <laughs> so I would argue my mom's tamales are the best. But there, there are um, there are wonderful places for food, not just in Pilsen, but in Little Village. Um, if you want to try carnitas, which is just very good meat, 
uh, for like tacos, I'd say uh, Carnitas Uruapan, which is on 18th Street, uh, right off of the pink line. Um, if you just want casual, good uh, Mexican food um, that's affordable, you, uh, you can try uh, Canton Región, which is another Mexican restaurant in Pilsen. Um, Los Comales is, is a popular one as well. Um, but if you want to embrace yourself in the culture of, of you know, uh, not just Mexican culture, but also, you know, Pilsen history, uh, I also recommend, like, visiting the National Museum of Mexican Arts. Uh, it's on 19th Street uh, in Harrison Park. Um, and it's the largest collection of Mexican artwork um, in the United States. So um, it's free. Anyone can enter, uh, and they have wonderful exhibits, not just of internationally recognized artwork uh, from Mexico and other Mexican artists, but also local artwork and exhibits as well. Okay, very nice. Um, well, yeah, do you have anything else to add, or otherwise we can just take it right to Elizabeth? Um, Viva Mexico, of course. Hell yeah, <laughs> I gotta there you show go. my pride. <laughs> um, and... I mean, just take this opportunity to, um, if you're not uh, Latin American in any sense of the word, um, learn something new, not just from me, but from historic Latin American communities in Chicago. Uh, if you're barely coming into Colombia, if you've barely moved into Chicago, I highly suggest that you leave the loop for a moment and visit Pilsen, visit Little Village, visit Humble Park, um, visit these historic Puerto Rican and, and Mexican neighborhoods because like embracing yourself in the culture is, is nurtures the mind, especially yeah. if it's a culture that's different from yours. Totally. I guess I'll add really quick on the the local spots to check out in Humble Park, check out the, uh, the Puerto Rican Art Museum. Uh, I mm. went there and it is, it's super cool. So, um, but yeah, finishing, finishing on that, uh, thanks so much for coming in, man. Yeah, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Um, so first, I just want to ask like, how you're feeling right now. Oh, I'm feeling good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going crazy, I know. Like, maybe it's wrong, like, I'm having a good time. <laughs> and um, what is, I guess to expand on that, what does the celebration like mean to you? Why is it important to you? It's just like uh, celebrating us, like becoming independent, like, you know, like, uh, it's basically history for us. Mm -hmm. All right. And we are back. Those are the voices of Devin Belize and Thomas Perfecto. You can find them quoted on the full article on ColumbiaChronicle.com. I've got one of the authors of the article in studio with me. Can you please introduce yourself? Hi, uh, my name is Elizabeth Rymet. I'm a staff reporter with the Columbia Chronicle. Very nice. And you worked on this story with Irvin, correct? I did, yes. And so, yeah, I just talked to Irvin about, uh, you know, the history of Mexican Independence Day and all that. And uh, this whole month that's going on, with which is like sort of a, a celebration of Latino Latinx culture. Mm -hmm. um, I guess I just wanted to ask you first, like, what was it like uh, working with him and, and learning about all this to write this story? Yeah, um, well, it's always great to work with Urban. He's a great reporter and really easy to work with. Um, so it's always a pleasure. Um, it was really interesting um, to learn more about um, the celebrations and um, I guess why Mexican Independence Day is so important. Um, you know, I wish that I didn't have to learn this from a coworker. Um, I wish that I learned this in school or it was just more 
um, I guess, talked about more. Um, but really interesting to learn more about the culture. And it was just so exciting to be a part of that experience. Um, even just being on the sidelines and watching people felt um, watching people have fun. I felt like I was part of it. It just seems like a great community. Everyone was really tight knit. Um, yeah, just the whole thing was awesome. Even just to photograph and write the story on. Yeah, just being there is like super fun, right? right. It's <laughs> it's it's such like a fun vibe. Um, so yeah, you. What day did you go? Friday, right? Yes, I went Friday night. And you're just taking pictures, right? How yeah. was? I mean, what any cool stuff you see or? I was surprised by how many fireworks were going off. Same I was, here. <laughs> I was so surprised um, with all of, I guess, the craziness. Um, I mean, I knew that, um, you know, they like to party and have a good time. But <laughs> um, I was surprised by the amount of shenanigans, the donuts, um, you know, <laughs> the streets. And they really shut down downtown. It was quite impressive. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, just got here last year. And so last year was my first experience with it in the mm-hmm. city or whatever. And you know, I remember the donuts. Um, I remember being like, this is so sick. You know, this is so cool. But like I was on Michigan, like doing interviews uh, and it was, uh, I mean, I, yeah, the fireworks just like in the city. It was so crazy. I know. It was awesome. <laughs> it's super fun. And like all the burnouts and the, I mean, it's, it's, I really like they, they go ham. That's. They do. Yeah. Yes. It was sick. <laughs> but yeah. And another thing that I found, thought was interesting talking to Irvin was I didn't know like the hardcore history of it either like i just knew i mean i knew what it was mexican independence day from spain i didn't know like what each specific day meant the cry of Mm -hmm. dolores cry of dolores Mm um yeah it's really interesting i think i think that might be the uh friday that's the 16th and that's the i think the cry of dolores i forgot exactly his name but i think it's uh Oh, I forgot the guy's name, but I know that he was a Catholic priest, I think, and he gave some sort of speech, basically you right. know, inspiring people and rallying them together. And then I think he was executed for yeah, that. Yeah, he was executed for it, but it, uh, it was a success- successful speech because right. they got their independence. <laughs> but um, yeah, and I just thought it was super interesting talking to him about that. But um, yeah, I don't know. What would you say was like your favorite part of, you know, just being there and like learning about all this i think just witnessing everyone having a good time um was super awesome it just it was really great to watch um and just see a community a community so tight-knit and so involved with each other and what they believe in it was really i mean i know they were you know partying and having a good time but you could tell that they were proud of their culture and who they were exactly it was just it was so awesome to witness. It's like, it's really nice to kind of bridge that gap between being like, this is an amazing like street festival to like actually like learning what it's all about and like why it's going on. And right. it, it gives a lot of meaning to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and something else me and Irvin were talking about was since uh, another thing I didn't know was that like Mexican Independence Day is just the, the kickoff of this whole month celebrating Latinx culture. I had no idea. And we were, so we were talking about like, how can students like learn about Latinx culture? So we're talking about local like food spots to get authentic food, local museums. Like, do you know any like spots or, I mean, even just the article, like places that students could learn about this culture? Well, I mean, just thinking about restaurants, Urban recommended to me and we were trying to do an article um, on this restaurant potentially, but I believe it's, Canton Rijo. Um, I might be pronouncing it wrong, 
but that is in Pilsen. I think Pilsen is a great neighborhood to explore. They have a lot of um, Hispanic culture there and really authentic food. And I think there's also, there might be a museum there. Um, don't quote me on that part, but I know they have a lot of authentic culture and restaurants there. So I think that's a great neighborhood to explore if students are interested. Um, other than that, I would just, I don't really know, to be honest. I wish I, I, wish I knew more. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, that's, that's really all I have, unfortunately. Check out all the amazing Linux art is really the final point. But um, I was also going to ask, I, is the article out yet? It is not out yet, no. I read um, it on Kamiak. Um, you got another interview, correct? Besides those those two that I had? It was the owner of Canton Rio. Oh, okay. In Pilsen, yes. Yeah, so what was it like talking to him? So actually, it, Urban interviewed him. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Urban's doing all the work here. <laughs> um, I'm, just, I'm just writing and photographing. But um, Urban did interview him, and the interview was really cool. Um, the owner is very proud of... Um, the restaurants and uh, the history behind it. Um, so you do learn a little bit about it in the story, which I think is really cool. So I'm excited for it to come out and for, I hope that restaurant gets more attention. Um, I know, I think they were doing something for uh, Mexican Independence Day too, for celebrating with like costumes and decorating. So yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. Well, um, I don't know. I think that's all I had. Um, do you have any like final thoughts on the holiday, the experience working with Irvin and doing this collaborative article or just, you know, the month in general? I'm just glad that I got to be a part of it. It's coming from a small town and, you know, witnessing my first um, Mexican Independence Day. It was great to be a part of. And I'm so lucky to be in a city that celebrates that culture and, um, you know, allows that. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely echo that statement. Come from a small town, seeing any kind of celebration mm-hmm. for like Latinx culture, and especially on this scale, is like really amazing to see. Exactly. Um, but yeah, if there's nothing else, uh, that is it for Chronicle Headlines. Make sure you check out our News and Brief podcast. Make sure you listen on WCRX, and make sure you read the article, the full article on ColumbiaChronicle.com. And that is it. Everybody have a good week. Thank you. Uh-huh.